Innalhamdalillah Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu Wa na'udhu billahi min syururi anfusina wa min sayyati amalina Man yahdiillahu falamudillalahu wa man yudlilu falahadiyalah Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Sallallahu alaihi wa ala alihi wa ashabi ajma'in Ya ayyuhallathina amanu attaqu Allah haqqa tuqatihi wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun Ya ayyuhallnasu attaqu rabbakum alladhi khalakakum min nafsin wahidah Wa khalaka minha zawjaha Wa batha minhuma rijalan kathiran wa nisa'a Wa attaqu Allah alladhi tasa'aluna bihi wal arham إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يتع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار As for proceeding by the Allah, then first and foremost, I advise myself or myself and yourself with the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala For indeed this is the advice of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala للأولين وللآخرين قال الله subhanahu wa ta'ala وَلَقَدْ وَصَيْنَا الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ وَإِيَّاكُمْ أَنِ اتَّقُوا اللَّهِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala exhorting his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and by extension of the messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wa sallam he also exhorts his ummah and he says that he did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave this admonition to the nation which came before you O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam وَإِيَّاكُمْ and he gave this advice to you and so the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala It is the first advice of Allah azza wa jal to his servants And we find ourselves, O servants of Allah In the blessed month of Ramadan which is shahru taqwa Ibadullah The slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the life of this world They find themselves in one of three conditions Either they find themselves in a state of ni'mah and afiyah. They find themselves in a state of bounty and afiyah and well-being. فَحَقٌ عَلَيْهِ shukr. And so if he find himself in this situation, it is upon him to give gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or he find himself in a state of ibtila. He find himself in a state of calamity and facing trial. فَحَقٌ عَلَيْهِ فِي هَذَا الصَّبْرِ And so when you find yourself in this situation, you must be patient when the calamity strikes. The third condition, the servant finds himself in the life of this world, it is ذَنْبْ وَخَطِيَةِ Either you find himself in a state of sin and a state of transgression. فَحَقٌ عَلَيْهِ فِي هَذَا التَّوْبَ وَالْإِسْتِغْفَارِ And so if you find himself in this situation, then it is a right upon him, to seek forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to repent to Allah azza wa And so the fact that we have just reached the blessed month of Ramadan, it means that we are in a state of ni'mah. 
We are in a state of bounty from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what is becoming of us with receiving this bounty? It is to give gratitude. Ashukru lillahi subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is to give gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And ashukr, when you speak about gratitude, gratitude becomes manifest firstly in the heart of the servant. That the servant must acknowledge that this bounty which he receives, it is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. He must also express this bounty on his physical self, on his limbs. This bounty must be seen in his actions. Likewise, this bounty must be seen in his statements. And when the servant gathers between these three levels of shukr, he becomes from amongst his shakirin, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes us from amongst him. Amen. So the person who reaches the month of Ramadan is not like the one who exits from the month of Ramadan. And at this very moment, we need to give ourselves the stern warning which the Prophet Muhammad والسلام, gave his ummah. In the hadith reported in Al-Bukhari, the Prophet said, Inna Jibreel alayhi salam atani faqal, Man adraka Ramadana, falam yugfar lah, fadakhal al-nar, fa'ab'ad Allahu, kul ameen. That the Prophet وسلم, he ascended the member, and he was instructed by Jibreel to say ameen when Jibreel made a dua. As a what did this dua contain? Shibiril said that whosoever reaches the month of Ramadan and he does not find the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, may this person enter the Alfaya and the Prophet والسلام, the one who was sent as Rahmatul Lil Alameen, a mercy to all of mankind, he said Amin to this dua under the instruction of Jibreel. And so the person who reaches the month of Ramadan is not like the one who exits from it. At this very moment, we are all in a state of ni'mah we mentioned. We are in a state of bounty. But what we do inside of the month of Ramadan will determine the outcome. Whether Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives us or whether Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is displeased with us. And so the best way we protect ourselves from falling into the repercussions of this dua, O Allah, is by observing the correct adab, the correct manner, and the correct etiquette of fasting the month of Ramadan. For indeed, each and every single ibadah, it has an adab which accompanies it. Salah has an adab which must be observed. Hajj has an adab which must be observed. Likewise, fasting the month of Ramadan, it has adab which is not perfected and not completely completed except by way of observing these mannerisms. And from amongst these mannerisms are those which is wajib, those which is obligatory, and from amongst those manners are those which is recommended. And so the first of these manners of fasting the month of Ramadan, it is having a sincere intention for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That what is the reason why we fast? Do we fast because it is a customary habit, because it is an ada? Do we fast because our parents fast? Do we fast because all the people in our community fast? No, we fast lillah. We fast for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet Muhammad alayhi salatu says, bringing our attention to this important matter, he mentions, 
Man lam yubayti siyam min al-layli fala siyam lah. Whomsoever does not renew his intention each and every single night in the in the month of Ramadan, then there is no fasting for this person. And so we know when we attend the masajid, they mention the niyyah audibly. They mention the niyyah jama'atan in congregation. And this is an innovation which is not part of the deed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet Muhammad والسلام, addressing myself and yourself, he said, Man lam Whomsoever does not renew his intention by himself, the night before, then there is no fasting for this person. And the mahal, the place of the niyyah, it is in the heart. It is not ala lisan as is common practice. The second etiquette of fasting the month of Ramadan, it is observing the suhoor. The Prophet Muhammad said, Tasaharu fa'inna fi sahuri barakah. The Prophet said that observe the suhoor, the pre-dawn meal, for in the suhoor, in the pre-dawn meal, there is barakah. Now what is the barakah the Prophet Muhammad is talking about in this hadith? It is the barakah of the food that we eat. And so we eat a little food in the morning, and that suffices us throughout the entire day. Whereas in outside of the month of Ramadan, we might eat one, two, three meals, and we are not sufficed. But we eat this meal in the morning, following the sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad and we find barakah in this meal. This meal sustained us for the entire day. The barakah which is also obtained in taking the suhoor, it is the barakah of following the tradition of the Prophet Muhammad and this is the greatest of blessings. The Prophet also said, Showing us how special this moment of the morning is, he said, Inna Allaha wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala al-mutasahirin. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his angels, they send their salutations upon those who take the suhoor. So what does this mean? Salutations from the malaika, it means that they seek dua for the person who takes this meal. And so you are sitting at the table and you are sleepy. And you're eating, but you have the sincere intention of following the sunnah of the Prophet the malaika seek forgiveness from you. And salutations from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions you in the greatest of gatherings, in the gatherings of his noble malaika. And so we obtain the blessings of following the sunnah of the Prophet The Prophet was said with regard to the suhoor, فَصْلُ مَا بَيْنَ صِيَامِنَا وَصِيَامِ أَهْلِ الْكِتَابِ أَكْلَةَ السَّحْرِ That that which distinguishes our fasting from the fasting of the people of the book is the taking of the suhoor meal. So when the non-believers, the Jews and the Christians, they fast, they do not take the suhoor. And so this distinguishes our ibadah from theirs. The time of suhoor is also a blessed time for dua. For during this time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He descends to the lowest heaven. As the Prophet ﷺ mentioned to us in the hadith reported in Bukhari, يَنزِلُ رَبُّنَا تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى كُلَّ لَيْلَةٍ إِلَى السَّمَاءِ الدُّنْيَا حِينَ يَبْقَى ثُلُثُ الْلَيْلِ الْآخِرِ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, 
descends to the lowest heaven, when the last third of the night remains, فَيَقُولُ مَنْ يَدْعُونِي فَأَسْتَجِيبَ Allah Azrael says, who is supplicating to me? Who is calling upon me? So I may respond to his supplication. May yas'aluni Who is asking of me? So I may grant him what he asks. May yastaghfiruni Who is seeking my forgiveness? So I may forgive him. And so the time of suhoor, it coincides with this blessed time of the nuzul of Allah Azza descension to the lowest heaven in a manner which befits his majesty. So it is upon the believer to seize this moment and implore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all of his needs. One of the most important etiquettes and manners of fasting the month of Ramadan, it is guarding our prayers. Muhafadatun ala salawat. Guarding our prayers. Allah Azza says, Hafidhu ala salawati. Allah says, preserve your prayers. Preserve your five daily salawat. And specifically, the salah that people are very unmindful about, and that is salatul asr. And Allah says, and stand for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala devoutly. Allah also says, Inna salata kanat ala al-mu'minina kitaban mawkuta. That indeed the salah is being prescribed upon the believers at fixed awqat. And to give an analogy of this, if we have a meeting with someone, we are prompt. That meeting is at a specific time and we attend that meeting at the time which is stipulated. Likewise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has stipulated the awqat of a salah, the times of salah. And so it is upon us to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at these fixed times, especially during the month of Ramadan. Let us establish this habit of becoming more mindful of our salah, preserving our salah and praying our salah at its prescribed times. Another important matter with regards to our salah is that as the Prophet said in the narration of Abu Dawood, he said, Inna awwala ma yuhasabu bihi al-abdu yawm al-qiyamati min amalihi as-salah aw salatuhu the Prophet said that the first of deeds to be taken into account on the day of Qiyamah, it is the prayer. And if it is sound and if it is intact, then this person will be successful. And this brings us to a very important matter. So what is the status and the ruling of the person who does not observe salah, but they fast. The hadith mentions the first act to be taken into account on the day of Qiyamah, it is a salah. And so if there is no salah, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not look at your other deeds. And so the scholars have made mention that the person who does not pray the five daily prayers in the month of Ramadan, but they observe fasting, then this person's fasting is not accepted the first deed to be taken into account on Qiyamah, it is Salah. If it is intact, Allah looks at your other deeds. But if it is not intact, Allah will not look at your other deeds. The next 
etiquette of the month of Ramadan, it is taking fasting as a shield. As the Prophet said, As-Siyamu Jannah. Fasting, it is a shield that the servant takes as a protection from the fire of Jahannam. That the servant takes fasting as a shield between him and the displeasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A shield which he uses to abstain from those matters which displeases Allah. He takes his fasting as a means to protect his tongue. So he does not engage in backbiting during the month of Ramadan. He does not engage in namima, tail-bearing. He does not engage in lying or swearing or talking in a vain manner. Likewise, he takes his fasting as a protection for his gaze from looking at haram. And he takes fasting as a protection for his ears from listening to haram. As the Prophet tells us, Man lam yada' kawla zur wal amala bihi wal jahla falaysa lillahi hajatun fi ayyada'a ta'amahu wa sharabah. Rawal Bukhari. The Prophet said that whosoever does not leave off false and vain speech, wal amala bihi and acting in a vain manner, فَلَيْسَ لِلَّهِ حَاجَةٌ فِي أَيَّدَعَةٌ تَعَامَهُ وَشَرَابَهُ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not in need of this person leaving off his food and his drink. So this does not mean if a person lies, his fasting is not accepted. But the reward for his fasting, it is diminished if he does not abstain from false speech and acting in a vain manner. And so you abstain from acting in a vain manner. What if someone comes to you? And they curse you. Or they act in a vain manner towards you. What do we do? The Prophet said, As-siyamu jinnatun wa-idha kana yawmu sawmi ahadikum fala yarfath fala yarfuth wala yaskhab fa-in sabahu ahadun aw qatalahu fal yakul in nimru'un sa'imun So you protect your fast. But a person comes to you and he acts in a vain manner towards you. What do you do? The Prophet, peace be upon him, says, if anybody curses you, or he wants to fight with you, then remind him that you are a person who is fasting. Remind yourself that you are a person who is fasting and you will not act in a vain manner. Likewise, remind this person if he's Muslim, that he is a fasting person, and so by this you protect himself from his own dhulm. Ibadullah, the reality of fasting is not only abstaining from food and drink. This is the easiest form of fasting. Allah Azza wa Jal has legislated fasting for us so that we obtain a purified nafs. Indeed, successful is the one who purifies his nafs. And the one is that lost and corrupted the one who corrupts his own nafs. And so the reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala legislated fasting is for us to become better Muslims. For us to become more mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For us to increase in our awareness and our taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam says, Ahwanu siyami tarku sharabi wa ta'am. The easiest form of fasting. 
or the lowest level of fasting, it is abstaining from drink and abstaining from food. And the Messenger of Allah says, وَرُبَّ سَائِمٍ حَظُّهُ مِنْ سِيَامِ The Prophet says, that perhaps it might be that a fasting person, his share and reward of his fasting, it is only الجوء, hunger, والأطش, and thirst. And so we need to be very wary with regards to our fast. And we need to ask ourselves, do we increase in our iman and do we increase in our awareness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during our fasting days? أَقُولُ مَا سَمِعْتُمْ وَأَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهِ لِي وَلَكُمْ مِنْ كُلِّ ذَنْبِ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوهُ إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ الحمد لله وحده والصلاة من لا نبي بعده وبعد إباد الله The next adab we'd like to look at it is the adab which comes close to the end of the day at the time of iftar and the day comes to a close and after abstaining abstaining from food and drink the fasting person he rewards himself as the Prophet says وَلِسِيَامِ أَوَّلِ الصَّائِمْ فَرْحَتَانِ يَفْرَحُمَا إِذَا أَفْتَرَ فَرِحَ بِفِطْرِهِ وَإِذَا لَقِيَ رَبَّهُ فَرِحَ بِسَوْمِهِ The Prophet ﷺ says that the fasting person, he has two moments of joys in which he becomes extremely happy. إِذَا أَفْتَرَ فَرِحَ بِفِطْرِهِ When he breaks his fast, he becomes very happy. And no matter how old you are, this is a feeling that we can all relate to. That you become very happy at the time of iftar. The moment of joy and the moment of happiness greater than this. وَإِذَا لَقِيَ رَبَّهُ فَرِحَ بِسَوْمِهِ On the day of Qiyamah, when he meets Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he'll become happy about his fasting because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward him for his fasting in this dunya. An important etiquette with regards to the breaking of fast is that we need to hasten to break our fast. The sunnah of suhoor, it is ta'khir, that we delay the suhoor. And the sunnah of iftar is that we hasten to break the fast. So as soon as it is established that the sun has set, then we can break our fast. Whether we use this, the means of the radio to establish this, or whether we physically see the sun setting, we can break our fast. The Prophet said, لا يزال الناس بخير ما عجل الفطر. That the people will not cease to be upon goodness as long as they hasten to break their fast. That they will not cease to be upon the goodness of which is found in the Sunnah of the Prophet as long as they break their fasting. Another important etiquette of breaking the fast is that we must observe the Sunnah du'a with regard to breaking of fast. And when we tune in the radio. We hear that there is supplication which is made, which is not, without a shadow of a doubt, established in the sunnah of the Prophet And they add to the supplication. So it is an innovation upon an innovation. The best of guidance is the guidance of Muhammad And the dua which the Prophet taught us, it is the following dua. 
The thirst has gone and the veins have been quenched and the reward is confirmed, insha'Allah. This is the authentic dua which is traced back to the Prophet Finally, we enter the night of Ramadan and we establish the Qiyam. The Prophet said, من قام رمضان إيمانا واحتسابا غفر له ما تقدم من ذنبه Whosoever establishes the night prayer in the month of Ramadan with sincere faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and seeking a reward from Allah azza wa jal alone غفر له ما تقدم من ذنبه then all of his previous sins will be wiped away. The month of Ramadan it is but only a few numbered days أياما معدودات a few numbered days Taraweeh will come and go and so we need to see this opportunity to establish the night prayer in the month of Ramadan for as the Prophet says that the best of prayers after the obligatory prayer it is Salatul Layl it is the night prayer and from amongst the night prayer it is the prayer of Taraweeh we end, insha'Allah, with a statement from a great scholar of Islam, Ibn Rajab, rahimahullah ta'ala, when he says, I'lam anna al-mu'mina yajtami'u lahu fi shahri Ramadan jihadani li nafsihi. He says, no, that the believer in the month of Ramadan, two types of jihad is gathered for him. The first form of jihad, he says, jihadu bin nahari ala siyam. The first form of jihad, it is the jihad of fasting during the day. The second jihad he mentions, The second form of jihad, it is standing in the night prayer. And why is this a form of jihad? For in these two forms of worship, there is a weakening of the body. In the day, you fast, you abstain from food, your body becomes weak. In the night, you fight your tiredness to stand in the night prayer, and this is a weakness for the body. And so this is a form of jihad. So he says, وَجِهَادُ بِاللَّيْلِ عَلَى الْقِيَامِ And he closes and he says, فَمَنْ جَمَعَهُ بَيْنَ هَذَيْنِ الْجِهَادَيْنِ Whomsoever gathers between these two forms of jihad, وَوَفَّى بِحُقُوقِهِمَا And he establishes it as it ought to be established. وَصَبَرَ عَلَيْهِمَا And he is patient upon his fasting and he is standing in the night prayer. وَفَّى أَجْرَهُ بِغَيْرِ كِسَابٍ So this person will be given his reward without any compensation. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, As-siyamu li wa ana ajizi bihi Fasting is done for my sake and I will compensate for it. وَهَذَا وَصَلُّوا رَحِمَكُمُ اللَّهِ عَلَى خَيْرِ الْبَرِيَّةِ وَأَزْكَى الْبَشَرِيَّةِ صَاحِبُ الْحَوْلِ وَالشَّفَاءَةِ فَقَدْ أَمَرَكُمُ اللَّهُ بِأَمْرٍ بَدَأَ فِيهِ بِنَفْسِهِ وَثَنَّ بِمَلَائِكَةِ الْكُدَسِ وَثَلَّثَ بِكُمْ أَيُّهَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ قَالَ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا اللهم صل وسلم وزد وبارك على عبدك ورسولك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وارض اللهم عن خلفاء الأربعة أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وأن سائر الصحابة نبيك أجمعين وأن معهم بأفوك وجودك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين 
Allahumma a'izzal islam wal muslimin Allahumma a'izzal islam wal muslimin Wakhdul shirka wal mushrikin Wadamir a'adaka a'adadin Ya al-qawiyu ya al-aziz Allah maksum lana min khashyatika Ma yahulu baynana wa bayna ma'asik Wa min ta'atika ma tuballighuna bihi jannatak Wa min al-yaqin ma tuhawinu bihi Alayna musibati dunya ومتئنا اللهم بأسماعنا وأبصارنا وقواتنا ما أحييتنا وجعل الوارث منا وجعل ثأرنا على من ظلمنا وانصرنا على من عدانا ولا تجعل مصيبتنا في ديننا ولا دنيانا ولا تجعل الدنيا أكبر همنا ولا مبلغ علمنا ولا تسلط علينا ما لا يرحمنا يا رب العالمين اللهم جعلنا من أتقاء شهر رمضان اللهم جعلنا من أتقاء شهر رمضان اللهم جعلنا من أتقاء شهر رمضان ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت سميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار إباد الله رحمكم الله وأقيم الصلاة